Hi everyone, welcome to this edition of the Philly Game Mechanics Highlights Podcast. It's been a bit, sorry about that. But we're back. This episode is about Profit Jam. From June to September, the Philly Game Mechanics community participated in Profit Jam. From June to August, teams worked on their games. From August to September, teams worked on, well, profit. The goal of this jam is to ship a game. However, jammers could define profit on their own terms. Maybe you want to make money, or maybe you want to have strangers play your game, or maybe your goal is to finish and learn something. Profit doesn't only mean you have to make money. The first part of this episode will be teams talking about their games and their profit goals. In the second half, we have a few jammers talk a bit more about their game. Okay, let's get to it. person on a uh, deserted island, except for a guy who shows up on a boat who has some stuff to sell to you uh, at a certain time of the day, and you can sell things to him. You can go fishing, you can catch uh, crustaceans out of crab pots, and plant banana trees and harvest bananas, and that's, (laughs) that's the game. Uh, hi, I'm Steve. The game I made is called Point Break the Game HD Remix. Yeah. Um, it is going to launch on the Phillytron tonight, um, and as soon as I change the UI to reflect a keyboard, it'll launch on the internet on like Newgrounds.com and Armor Games and maybe this weird the indie bundle thing. I don't know. Just like HTML5. Um, my Profit goal is to receive a cease and desist from uh, 20th Century Fox for using audio from the film Point Break and music from the film Point Break and the name <laughs> of the film Point Break and the likeness of Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, and four deceased presidents. Is Jimmy Carter dead? No. no. no three deceased presidents. <laughs> <laughs> to never ever do again. Um, and I don't know, I guess we learned a lot and that was our overall profit. Also- All right, well, uh, we made the game Arc Defender. Um, the name came last minute, but anyway, it's the brick break variant. Um, the difference being that the bricks are your paddle and it's all falling towards the middle and you're trying to keep the ball from falling into the black hole. Um, our goal was really to, I think, just 
you know, ship a game, have a game out there. Um, you know, money's always nice. Um, and we ran into a couple small problems uh, integrating everything, so it'll probably take us another couple days. We'll be launching on iOS and Google Store, um, though we do have, you know, a working version here. And yeah, come play. <coughs> So, uh, yeah, we made a game called uh, Jaclopsida. It's like the fun game, like, Clop in the late 2000s, but yoga, where you control the, like, 10 joints in a person's body. Um, it was a little bit to go, but we have, like, a workable demo with, like, only uh, two poses, one that's easy and one that might be impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully someone can find out. What were your uh, private goals? Uh, to hopefully break even. And then the whole 25 bucks to Google. Uh, <laughs> and then it's also a pro fit this game. Hi, I'm Alex. I worked on a, an arcade style shoot em up called Club Jack 2, worked with Finn and Alex and Danielle. And uh, yeah, so it's a shoot it up where the twist is that uh, when you. Uh, you have to choose when to end your run in the game. After you choose to end your day run, you have to survive for 20 more seconds. If you die before, then you lose your score and you yell at your computer. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool. Um, we are really close to finishing. I have a few more things I need to add. Uh, there's a few more assets I need to throw in there. But uh, yeah, um, it's otherwise super like great. Darn playable, so yeah. Uh, you said it's on Game Jolt? It'll be on Game Jolt and Itch. Um, and Itch, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for that in a few days. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, personally speaking, my goal is just sort of just to experiment with monetization, been making games for a long time, so like, I should probably try selling something once so I don't have to do it again. <laughs> so it's that one time. <laughs> I'm Game Dev Mig. You can find me on Twitter at Game Dev Mig. And I am desperately trying to revive an old friend of mine, Starbuster! Uh, it was a thing I was working on way back in 2009 or 10. Um, and I never really got to ship it. Um, but I started to like, had a bunch of assets, uh, including the sound. And so I wanted to make a retro style shooter where you can fly around and uh, defeat enemies. Uh, this one's going to be on uh, mobile platforms, and my profit goal was, you know, I haven't had anything really in this, like the store or out in the public eye for a really long, for a long time. So I want to get a game out in the Google Play Store, uh, that's been my first priority, then I'll re-up my iOS dev license. Uh, so I'm hoping to have something out in a couple of weeks. Uh, as you can see, there's still some placeholders, but I got to use the the old Buster from back in the day, and that was a lot of fun. So my, as I said, my profit goals are to to make a profit and to actually have something something in the store that I can say, hey, this is something I built. I make games that people in the public can play, not just uh, at trade shows and events. So come play my game. Follow me on Twitter. And let's uh, make some good fun. Hello, my name is Tom, and I made a VR brick breaker game called Scattershot. Uh, I did not want to do this jam. 
But because I just have way, way too much going on, we're about to ship our big original project in like two months. And I said, why would I be crazy and take on another project? Uh, but then I did anyway because I just felt really strongly about this idea. Uh, and uh, it is still in development. I wanted to ship it and like have it out on store. I actually like bought the Steam page, so like we don't have it live yet, but like we're officially committed to that. Um, our goal is to launch on Steam. Uh, launch. I don't know if Itch supports VR games. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably launch on there too. Uh, and then our big one would be uh, the Oculus uh, store as well. Um, and we've registered as developers on that site. Um, and one of our big goals now uh, is trying to get in touch with Oculus, trying to get in touch with either publishers or hardware manufacturers to get on their store and to get uh, either funding or support uh, over this next month or so. Um, and yeah, I worked on it solo. And so this was my first like official solo project. Uh, so that was also a really, really, really good learning experience for us. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the one who, I'm the uh, one with the bot shot thing. Uh, yeah, I, I ended up kind of, kind of working, you know, kind of. Uh, I'll admit I haven't, haven't, you know, I haven't had any outside play testing or, uh, or marketing. The, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the premise, it holds that you holds that the players an escaped, uh, pretty much an, an escaped uh, robot, you know, from the, from an outfit that's. Engage in world domination. It apparently, it apparently grew, grew, grew a conscience, and as such, its builders considered this a threat and wanted it destroyed. So it sends up, sends up its toughest to go take it down. If I may, I'd like to show you what I've built. Okay. The target platform is Android simply because a it's cheapest, and I already got, I already uh, uh, got uh, myself established in the in the. Uh, in the Play Store with that with that funny duck situation. <laughs> Our game's called Luna. Um, it's a third person like action adventure sci-fi game. It's kind of like we kept comparing it to Zelda um, in space. Uh, it has like a 1950s like uh, sci-fi aesthetic kind of going on. Um, you shoot things, you collect things, you solve puzzles, you fight bosses. Um, it's definitely a much bigger game than like we probably should have done. Um, this is basically a demo of like a demo of a demo. <laughs> um, we basically threw in like enemies to fight tonight, and just like that's about it. We, it took us so long to do like the basic mechanics yeah. of animating, level design, like shooting the gun, things like that. So 
it's it's pretty basic right now. So just like. Yeah, so we just did like a lot of it for was just animating the main character, um, making the main character and stuff, and then some of the enemies that pop out of the ground. So that took a long time. But eventually we want to make um, <laughs> Eventually we want to make it like a lot bigger. If we can get like an hour-long demo going on, uh, that'd be cool. Um, and eventually release it. Like we knew this was not going to be done in two months, um, but we hope it's like an ongoing project we can just like, keep doing and eventually make something that, you know, is, is an actual game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to say anything. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's about it. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, thank you. Oh, and do you say profit goals? So. Uh, so at least for me, it was like, yeah. just to make something I'm proud of, I guess, like to look at it and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and learning stuff. We, we used Unreal this time, so like that was new, at least for me. <laughs> All right, now for some short talks with some jammers. So why do you choose to uh, remake an older game? So I felt like remaking an older game would be slightly easier than starting from scratch, that I could focus more on what I wanted to get out of the jam and sort of a foresight thing rather than trying to make something entirely from scratch. Having the skeleton in place was pretty helpful. Um, and it was that in that way it was very successful. I definitely achieved what I wanted to and didn't have to worry a lot about... Uh, you know whether the game design itself was good. I kind of had a. I knew the prototype was fun, so I knew that the the finished piece would be good. My favorite part about this jam was getting to work with Cameron and Tom again because they're awesome dudes, and uh, making a game to the point that you could put it out and people can play it and they wouldn't get confused and it wouldn't explode. So I'm excited that when we put it on itch soon that people will be able to play it and the game won't blow up. What was your game? It's called Paper Skater. It's a game about a little girl who has a cannon for an arm who skates around on construction paper. So how difficult was it to make a functioning VR game in such a short period of time? Yeah, so I hadn't worked in VR uh, for a few years. I had done it uh, for a class project a while ago, but it was really a different experience uh, working with all the new uh, hardware and everything like that. But I actually got the game up and running uh, at a very basic level with the physics in probably about three days. Um, and then from there, I was just adding a lot of visual polish uh, and just kind of juicing it all up. Hi, um, we're Cauldron and the Butterette Studio, and we made a mobile game um, of basically running magical witches, an endless runner. Um, we decided to do this um, with a group of 12 people, uh, which is crazy. We probably should not have done that. But in the end, we all had a lot of fun. We learned a lot, um, and we now have a working game that will soon be up on the Google Play Store. So yay, download Cauldron and follow us on Twitter under Butterette. Thanks. Um, Oh yeah, so the uh, original, so Bloodjack 1 uh, was originally created for a 48-hour game jam for Game Jolt, uh, where it was like arcade-themed, it had user high score table, so the whole game is based around that, and uh, I spent a little bit of time afterwards to polish it up, but um, yeah, it was uh, the kind of thing where I've been showcasing games at events for a couple years now, and it's been one of the games I've showcased, and people 
seems to enjoy it, but like even the development constraints always thought that I could just do the same but better, so yeah, so I decided to do that. Um, so yeah, same game for the most part, uh, just you know, higher frame rate, higher resolution, more enemies, more bosses, trying to make the gameplay a bit tighter where it gets like a bit more interesting earlier on. Uh, first game is a little slow in the beginning. This, this sequel is still a bit slow in the beginning. Uh, uh, and are you building off the, the code from the original game? A little bit. I, I borrowed a lot. There are some things that I had to just gut and do from scratch. So, uh, so like a lot of the enemy code is reused, but the uh, procedural difficulty algorithm and the spawning and everything, I just had to start over. Uh, it, had, uh, it, it just required a huge rework. So... All right, thanks for tuning in to this episode. For more information about Philly Game Mechanics, head over to phillygamemechanics.com. We'll see you next time.